helping you take control of your fitness, nutrition, and mindset. This is the KCLR Power Hour with Natalie Lennon. Everybody and welcome back. You are listening to the Power Hour here on Casey Lord. This is Natalie Lennon with you until 7 p.m. chatting through all things fitness, nutrition, mindset, and well-being. We have lots in store for you on tonight's show. The Power Hour, if you're only joining us for the first time here on Casey Lord, is all about giving you the tools and inspiration to take control of your health inside and out. It is about giving you the power to maximize the quality of your life and make this wellness world just a little bit less daunting. If you want to get in touch with any questions or thoughts during this evening's show, please do pop me a message on our dinnersready.ie text sign 0833069696. You can WhatsApp us here too or of course reach out to me on my Instagram at Natalie Lennon underscore with a H. Now, coming up on this week's show, we are going to... We're going to answer the question, what is the best time of day to work out? I get asked that a lot. And we're going to talk about vitamin B12 and where you can get that in your diet. I have an amazing interview coming up with a young man I have been trying to get on this show since we began 17 weeks ago. Prepare to be inspired as we dive into his adventures. We're going to talk about fear and failure. What would you do if fear and the thoughts of failure were not in your way? Why let them stop you? Well, I took some time to spring this question on a few locals during the week and it's going to be a great listen. And we have our fitness funny story story. We're going to bust some myths and of course your cheer challenge. So don't go anywhere. We're just going to go to a quick ad break first. The KCLOR Power Hour with Natalie Lennon. Have something you want answered? Just let us know. It's the Power Hour Q&A. Everybody and welcome back. So this week on our Q&A, we are going to answer what is the best time of day to work out? Now, this is a really, really good question. As always, it's individual dependent and it's really going to be down to what works best for you. The right time to exercise should be about how you feel when you exercise, and when it fits into your schedule, not about when you're going to burn the most amount of calories or the most weight you can really lift. So for some, it won't be possible to work out in the morning, let's face it, because you're doing the school run or you have a job that starts at 6 a.m., or you just don't have the energy because you have a late night. But what is more important than the time you work out is actually making sure you find the time in the first place. So when it comes to morning workouts, let's dive into this first. Personally, I think they tend to have more pros than evening workouts. So you get up, you get your workout done before you start your day and you'll have all those post-workout endorphins. So those happy chemicals that we get when we exercise flowing through your body starting your day. You're going to feel super accomplished given that most people may still be in bed. And it's also great not to have to worry about rushing in the evening again or showering and changing. But you will hear some people say and be aware of this that morning workouts are better for burning fat or boosting your metabolism. Now, I wouldn't get too caught up in this, guys. Whenever you decide to train, your metabolism will be hiked afterwards. And the fat burning side of things generally always comes back to overall energy in versus energy out in the day. So there are studies there to say that if you exercise in a fasted state, which means before breakfast, you may utilize more fat stores that are already there as your fuel rather than food you just before training but honestly I wouldn't get too caught up in that I would say the main pro to morning workouts um, is that it could improve your sleep cycle. So you'll get into a routine of getting up at a certain time and you'll probably know you're going to bed at a certain time. And we all know how 
important sleep is. Sleep is the holy grail of our well-being. But then working out in the afternoon or evening, like that's a luxury for some people, really. If you're going to train between 12 and 4, you're one of the lucky chosen ones. But this is when muscle strength and power output are generally always at their highest because you're more fueled, but you're not tired after the day. You don't have lots of heavy meals in you. And better performance leads to better results. So if you can train at that time, really, that's going to be optimal in terms of performance. But I wouldn't do high intensity exercise very late at night. That is the only thing. So if you're doing like HIIT or CrossFit, recent studies suggest that in general, exercise in the afternoon or evening actually has no effects on your sleep. But if it's very intense, especially if it's in the 90 minutes before bed, it will. So there you have it. The pros and cons. I can't answer directly. It's up to what you decide fits your schedule best. And then I also got in a quick question asking about the best dietary sources of vitamin B12. A lady that wrote in to me said she was recently told from a blood test that her B12 levels were quite low. Now, I always think we'll pay more attention to a dietary need or a vitamin if we understand why we need it. So let me tell you, vitamin B12 is needed to form red blood cells and DNA. It's also really important for the development of brain and nerve cells, but red blood cells are basically the key to life. They are constantly traveling through your body, bringing oxygen and they're removing waste. And if they don't do their job, well, you're, you're, in a, you're in a huge spot of bother. So generally, adults need around 1.5 micrograms of vitamin B12. And I know that's very scientific, but I'm just going to give you an idea of what that looks like in a minute. So if you eat meat, fish, dairy foods, you're bound to be getting enough B12. So they're your good dietary sources milk, cheese, eggs, also fortified breakfast cereals. So to give you an idea, if you need 1.5 micrograms, a whole cup of milk, a, a cup of whole milk, I should say, that's about one microgram. A cup of fortified cereal, that's around two micrograms. Um, fish is really high, so a canned tuna is going to be around 2.2 micrograms, whereas mackerel has 16. So that's just to give you an idea. I think it's always good to have an understanding of the numbers, but then what it looks like. So if you are a vegan, you're not going to get a whole lot of these. So then you may need to supplement. So there you have it, guys. That is your Q&A for this week on The Power Hour. Coming up next, I have an amazing man in studio and you're going to hear all about his crazy adventures. Helping you take control of your fitness, nutrition and mindset. The KCLR Power Hour with Natalie Lennon. Now, I'm absolutely thrilled to be joined in studio by a man that I came across on Instagram over the last two years. And I've been incredibly inspired ever since. His motivation, drive and positive nature is infectious to say the least. He is an outdoor enthusiast, adventure expert, and he's from Curtlow in Wexford, a soldier with the Irish Defence Forces, having spent time in Lebanon. And if that wasn't enough, you're getting a big introduction here. <laughs> he is also a model signed to one of Ireland's biggest model agencies. Ladies and gents, Mr. Lars Stout, welcome to the Power Hour. Thanks very much. Jeez, that's some intro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's great to have you here. I know you're a very busy man. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I'm Lar, 25. Uh, I'm a, a firefighter in the Air Corps. I'm with the Defence Forces. Um, I, I also have a, a hiking business, Adventure HQ, we're called. Um, we take large groups of, of people uh, up the mountains and have a bit of crack along the way, I suppose. Uh, Larry, you do so much when it comes to the outdoors. Uh, we're going to dive into all of this, yeah. um, and especially Adventure HQ as well. But let, maybe let's just start with that and with the outdoors. 
Where did your love for adventure begin? Because the adventures I see you undertake on Instagram are just next level. Ah, sure. I'm a country lad, you know, from from Kirklow. So I've always had like the beach and uh, and the forest at my doorstep. Like so, um, I was definitely a wild child growing up. Um, always got up to mischief and was climbing hay bales and climbing trees and jumping off, jumping off waterfalls into water and stuff like that. So. I've always, I've definitely been a, I was definitely a wild child. Um, I was the same, jumping on hay bales, like making little hideouts in the trees. I, I think that's what maybe gives you the taste for it to keep on taking on the outdoor challenges when you're older. Yeah, that's um, it. When it comes to, I suppose, the hiking distances and everything that you do, Larry, I see this on your Instagram, you're always finding really cold streams and lakes to get into after your hikes to go for like cold water therapy, which I have saw, um, which we had Ushin on the show talking about before. And you run with weighted vests on, you're doing tough sessions in the gym as well, you're getting up for sunrise. And I read that you've done a 42 kilometer charity walk with a 14 kg backpack on. You've taken on many challenges like this, so can you maybe dive into inspiring the power our listeners today with your maybe three most difficult physical challenges that you've taken on to date? Yeah, I mean that uh, that forty-two kilometer that was actually in Lebanon. That was uh, in the desert heat as well. Like so, um, that was uh, definitely one of the tough ones. Like, and that's that's where I kind of like found the love for like long long distance kind of treks and like push myself. Um, yeah, I suppose when I came back from from Lebanon, I. Uh, I kind of jumped into an awful lot of like charity stuff and uh yeah I uh I done the Wicklow Way last year and that I done that in 42 hours like it's, it's supposed to take like when you're hiking it it's supposed to take like uh between 7 to 10 days like but I got I done in, I got it done in 42 hours like I don't oh know I don't know for the Pete house um yeah that was definitely a <laughs> definitely a soul searcher um yeah and then like I've kind of I'm, I'm, I kind of just push myself in the mountains like that's I'm kind of definitely a mountain man like you know so and um, whether it's you know going for a long distance long distance hike with with a load of weight or uh if it's going for like a a long trail run a marathon in the in the, in the mountains uh that's kind of it like or and speaking of a marathon in the mountains so you've done like there's two that you've done that are just incredibly inspirational and definitely the definition of stepping outside your comfort zone the Wicklow Way 100 what, what distance was that uh, 131 kilometers 131 yeah. kilometers and then walking in the marathon 42 kilometers how long did that take actually uh th- that was actually more of a run like I, that was like five and a half hours five and a half hours yeah in, in Lebanon yeah that was uh that was a, a good so one too those are perhaps your two biggest challenges that you've undertaken to date um yeah, I'd say so. Like, like I, I, I'm always kind of doing like a mar- marathons in the mountains, just just with the lads, like you know, kind of. As, as you do, <laughs> run a marathon in the mountains. So then, tell us about your next one that is upcoming on June second. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm running running the Western Way, like running slash hiking it. Um, it's 179 kilometers, so it's an extra marathon on top of the Wicklow Way. Um, I'm heading to Zambia in uh in July for some voluntary work. So uh. I'm basically fundraising for the crowd that I'm going over with. Um, I'm going over a crowd called Zamda, and uh, I'm basically fundraising for future projects um, that Zamda are involved in. So the likes of building schools, and uh, you know, putting uniforms on the kids' backs, and and yeah, just getting the kids proper education and and stuff like that. So that's what I'm, I'm fundraising for uh, at the moment. And Lara, how did you come across this charity? Uh, how did I come across it? Well, like I've I've always had like an interest to to go to to go to Zambia, um and do and, and do I do charity work over there. But like, um, I, when I was in school, I actually wanted to go over, uh, 
and like there was like a, an interview like we like my old school used to go over there and uh, there was actually an interview to go over like and sure I didn't get past the interview stage because I was definitely uh, like I said I was a wild child like so the, <laughs> the school didn't want me to, to represent uh represent the CVS going over there. How things have changed because we were speaking off air and you were telling me that you actually go back and you do some kind of career guidance talks in your old school now. Yeah. It just goes to show, you know, school and the the studious nature isn't for everyone, but you can still go on to be extremely successful in your career, which you are. So you are heading to Zambia in July, August? Yeah, July, July, yeah. In July for three weeks. um, And you're taking on this 179 kilometre run and hike, four marathons in under 72 hours along the west of Ireland. Where can we donate, Lara, if we want to? Uh, Yeah, just head over to my my Instagram. Okay, Uh, the handle is? It's lar underscore stout. Stout is S-T-O-U-T-T. Um, yeah, just head over there and I'd, I'd, I'd appreciate anything, anything at all. Like, Brill, and I will have it um, on my Instagram as well. Will this be the toughest challenge to date that you've undertaken? Uh, definitely, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I've never ran this type of distance before. Like, it's going to be, it's definitely going to be another another soul searcher anyway. Um, soul searcher, I love that term. That yeah, it's just, brilliant. yeah, it's just kind of go to that dark place and... Yeah, just come out the other end. It's like what you said to me, again, off air before we came in. It's the body may give up quite early on and it's down to your mind at that stage yeah. to get you through it. And later on in this show, what I'm asking everyone, just to try and inspire the Power Hour listeners here on Casey Lore, is what fitness challenge they would undertake if fear or failure didn't exist. Because I think often fear and failure, they stop so many people from doing these incredible things that they want to do or challenges that they know they could overcome that will make them a stronger person as a result. You seem to have no fear. You don't seem to be afraid of failure at all. Lara, if I was to ask you that question, what would you undertake if fear of failure didn't exist? Is there anything actually there? <laughs> I don't know. Like I'd probably just take on the biggest mountains in the world, to be honest. Like Everest. Uh, to like to like say Everest and K2 and just uh just go uh just go high, high altitude, like you know. Well, I wouldn't be surprised, Lara, if we have you back here in a year's time in case you're telling us about your trip to Everest after speaking to you. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Tell me, so we grabbed uh, we grabbed some food in Iran there when we were going around Kilkenny. That van life, I'm just after seeing your van and it's incredible. So you have this camper type van for all of your adventures. I believe you named her Searsha, am I right? Yeah, for freedom. Searsha for freedom? Oh, that's yeah. only brilliant. Yeah. So... Did you convert this yourself? It's like a little house on wheels. Where'd the idea come about? Um, like, I, like, I won't, I won't take credit for it. Like, uh, one of my dad's friends actually done it. Um, Kevin Casey, shout out to Kevin Casey. Thanks very much, <laughs> Kev. Uh, he, um, he actually done it up for me. But I put the finishing touches on it. Like, I'll give myself that much. But um, no, if I had done it myself, I probably would have made a, yeah, would have made a mess of it. Like, so I got him to do it, and yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant for, like, I'd spend about two or three days a week in it. Like, and. The only problem is it has no shower, like, so if I need a shower, I just straight into, straight into the river. But, like, it's just so freeing yeah, the way that, that you is, live. Yeah, it's great. Um, and you've built, you've built a life the way you want to live it. And yeah. I feel that in itself is just so inspirational. Okay, so when it comes to Adventure HQ, you mentioned at the beginning of our chat, Lard, that you are part of this business. Um, and I think this is how I first found you because I'm really into hiking and I struggle to find people that are perhaps as crazy as me sometimes. Although I believe in studio now I'm facing someone who is crazier <laughs> than me. Um, and that's when I came across Adventure HQ because I have since built up more contacts who are really into hiking but I do plan on going away with you guys hopefully yeah. at some stage soon tell us a little bit about that business and how it all came about yeah um, myself and my buddy John uh, 
we have we have like a military background so like we've been we've been no strangers to to the mountains like you know so like we have a we have a love a love for the mountains and the outdoors and stuff like that so i don't know uh I suppose we're both a bit cracked as well, so. Um, <laughs> I think to take on the challenges you have done and will be doing, you need to. Yeah, be. <laughs> I think all all military uh, lads are kind of a small bit cracked, like you know. Um, but yeah, we uh, we decided to we just uh, changed our arm, like, and decided to set up an Instagram page one day and just said, you know, why don't we just turn our passion into into a bit of work, like you know? So that's what we done. And uh, if you love what you do, you never work a day. In that's your life, it. Right? Yeah, you said it. Um, but yeah, I think myself and John, we kind of bring something different to the table with the with the military background. You know, like I said, we're a bit cracked, and uh, I don't know if you've seen Big John, like, but Big John is big. Is a, he's a big, sexy man, like. Oh, Big John. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like six six, like, and big, a big handsome man, and uh, yeah, John. Uh, John is uh, very popular with women, like you know, <laughs> like in terms of like you know. I have noticed yeah. in the pictures from the hikes that you've done with groups to date, it's quite a female. Um, I suppose attendee that you'd have there. Ah, yeah, we w- <laughs> there will be. Uh, but I'm not surprised. I mean, you're you're bigging up John here, but you're a model yourself, Flair. We're going to get on to that in a minute. <laughs> um, before I let go of this, though, when it comes to I suppose the hikes that you've done and the hikes that you will be doing on Adventure HQ. Well, firstly, your favorite hike closest to Carlo or Kilkenny. Would you have a favorite? I'd say I'd say like Mount Leinster is very underrated. Like you know, it's 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 beautiful. Like um, myself and my friend Connor, we we done a, a sunrise a sunrise uh, trail run there. Um, a couple of weeks ago for for darkness into light. Oh, uh, I think it was la- last week or week before, but yeah, um, yeah, absolutely stunning up there. There's a there's a challenge up there called the Black Stars Challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it takes like nine hours to hike it, but um, if you can trail run it as well, but it's uh, it's absolutely stunning up there. Like very underrated. I must take that on. When you say nine hours to hike it, that is a walking pace. That's yeah, not yeah. running. Okay, that's something I can potentially yeah yeah um take on myself. The Black Stairs Challenge. Yeah. brilliant. And yes, I agree. Mount Leinster is a fantastic one, especially if you like to catch sunrise. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's easy yeah, to get up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then favorite hike in Ireland. Favorite hike in Ireland. Um, I'd say Carrington. Yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, Karen, I say Karen Till is the, the highest. Yeah. is one that I haven't yeah. done that is on my list, so you're inspiring me here. Yeah. Um, okay, so Lara, I want to move on a little bit then. I know there's limited information you can share with us about the Defence Forces and your time in Lebanon. Um, and I do believe you were in the Kilkenny Barracks for some time as well. Yeah, I was, yeah. So you probably know the city very well. Yeah. But how do you feel being in the Defence Forces and that time in Lebanon has helped to shape your character? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely uh, it's definitely had a massive impact Um on me as a person like you know like I said I was definitely a wild child and I joined uh, the army when I was 20 and it definitely had like a, a very positive impact on me and your age now is 25 25 yeah, yeah. 25 okay yeah. so you're five years in the army yeah um yeah it made a man at me I suppose <laughs> like like it does an awful lot of people but um overseas was like a, a massive turning point for me um how long did you spend in Lebanon uh seven seven and a half months we got wow. we got we got kept over there for uh an extra month and a half with COVID, like, but uh, it was a great experience. Like, yeah, I am um, really opened up your eyes. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. I vol- yeah. I volunteered to teach kids English over there and stuff like that. So it was just like a real kind of, I don't know. I just uh, had a, a much better appreciation for life when I when I came back. Like you know, just the simple things in life. Um, for me now, like you know, I, it's the little things that yeah. we often take for granted. That's it. Um, that time over there, I'm sure really made you kind of tap a little bit into your mental well-being as well and making sure that you look after yourself more mentally when you see yeah. how little other people have yeah. um, and I know from your Instagram you're quite into mental health and well-being you often share captions such as I saw this one recently asking for help isn't giving up it's refusing to give up 
And I just think that's so powerful. I'd never saw that before. Is the outdoors something that really helps you stay like mentally well per se? Um, or do you meditate as well? Um, no, the outdoors is definitely my escape. Like, you know, um, I definitely would have been a big partier like, you know, a couple of years ago. Um, like if I was ever feeling down or anxious or anything like that, I just, I kind of just drink myself into oblivion. Like, you know, I, um, I go bananas on, on nights out, like, you know, but. But you found out I, a healthier escape. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sure. Um, like I was I suppose years ago like putting my energy into the wrong things like you know uh, but we live and learn yeah you we know, do I often think to have someone like you come on and share that story yeah it will hopefully prevent someone else from doing the same but for many people we have to hit our own rock bottom before we can build our way up to kind of our own peak yeah you know? that's it like um okay and then moving on so all of this all of this that you do and you're so inspirational you're so into the outdoors you're so humble and modeling that has just taken off for you in the last what, two years? Yeah, two years, yeah. I think a year and a half, year and a half, yeah. So tell us a little bit about how that all started. Um, I was in a room with a fella actually when I, was, when I was overseas and he was a model as well and he just said, when you get back to Ireland, you have to give it a go yourself, you know. I didn't, really, I didn't really think anything of it, like, but like I said, COVID had hit and I got back and I just got a bit bored, like, so I just applied. I sent in a couple of photos to Assets Models. Uh, they're like... The agency, yeah, the agency number one yeah. in Ireland, like, yeah. So I just sent in a few photos and three days later, they wanted to meet me, like, so went in, went into them and next thing you know, he had me uh, in the Sunday world and, yeah, just gave me a good, uh, a good uh, write-up and stuff like that. And then next thing you know, RTE, Lifestyle and Gym Plus Coffee and stuff, so... Abs- yeah, you pop up everywhere on my feed and not just on your own page, but with Lifestyle Sports, with Gym Plus Coffee. So the modelling side of things, do you enjoy it? I do, yeah, I do. Um, I, got a bit st- I got a bit of stick for it at the start, like, you know, because obviously I come from a, a very kind of boyish background, like, and, you know, like, some of my mates, would they'd be, they'd be on the slagging side, like, so... I, I got a bit stick at the start, but sure, look, um, yeah, they that, are. But that, that's inspiration again, because so many people don't do what it is they really want to do because we care too much about that's the opinions though, yeah. of others yeah. and what other people think. You never let that stop you. No. Um, so your biggest campaign you've worked on, what would you say that's been? Um, it's it's Lifestyle or Gym Plus Coffee. Like, you know, uh, they're both, they're both they're great. They're both huge yeah. brands. I'm in love with both of them. Um, so... All of this taken into account, everything you've done, everything you're about to do, and again, if people want to donate for the challenge you're about to undertake, it's on your Instagram, at Lara Stout. But what I love pushing on the Power Hour here on Casey Law is trying to inspire people to step outside their comfort zone because that's when the magic happens. Now, you can't always stay outside your comfort zone or you know our anxiety goes too high. But if you were to give the listeners at home maybe one top tip or a few to inspire them to step outside their comfort zone, I don't think there's any better man to ask. Can you share your tip? I don't know, like, uh, I suppose nothing great ever happened, like, in a comfort zone. Like, you know, you have to be willing to step outside it. Like, yeah. um, like anyone who's ever made it in life has has took the chance, like, you know, and, and stepped outside it. Like, that's, that's how... It. Anyone who has ever made it in life has stepped outside their comfort yeah. zone. Um, and coming in here today, was that stepping outside your oh, comfort zone? Oh, big time, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know yourself, I was uh, I was bricking it, like, but, like I said, you know, if... If it scares me, like, I'm going to do it, like, you know, so. That's, I love that, that mindset. Yeah. So, Lar, what I'm going to finish up with here today, time is after flying by, is a quick fire. So we're going to have fun. I love doing this with people when I have them in studio, where you just need to pick one or the other, and I don't want you thinking about it. Don't think twice, okay? Okay, okay so here we go. Are you ready? Yep. Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Brilliant. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Yes, here for it. Still or sparkling? Still. Hike or run? Run. Ooh, I wasn't expecting that. Twist. Swim or run? Run. Lake or the sea? Lake. 
stream or lake? Stream. Oh yeah, I always see you getting in streams. Okay, would you do weights or hiking for the rest of your life if you had a choice? Hiking. Hiking, yeah, I'd agree with you. Banana or apple? Banana. Spice bag or roast dinner? Roast dinner. Would you believe I have still never had a spice bag, Lair? Compliment yourself. <laughs> okay, and then I <laughs> I asked everyone um, this on the Power Hour recently. Your death row meal, if this was the last meal you were ever going to have for as long as you will probably no longer live, what would that meal be? Probably a T-bone steak. A T-bone Pe- steak? Peppered sauce. That's interesting. That yeah. came in a lot from the males that I asked yeah. on our Vox Pop. Oh my God, brilliant. And any sides there? Are we talking wedges? Uh, I'd probably go like... Baby potatoes. Baby potatoes? Yeah. You're definitely a country man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Lara, if people want to find you and follow along with your adventures, especially your one upcoming on June 2nd, which I remind people is running 179 kilometres in under 72 hours for charity, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram. That's uh, number one. Yeah, Lara underscore stout is the the Instagram. And then if you want to donate, the link is in my bio there. I'd really appreciate if... uh, (laughs) <laughs> you can Brilliant. send a few bob or whatever but um yeah and then adventure hq is the is the is the business there as well for, for that for the hiking so adventure yeah. hq fantastic yeah. lara thanks so much for coming in studio today it was an absolute pleasure to have you thanks very much appreciate it wednesdays from 6 p.m the kclr power hour with natalie lennon now, welcome back, everyone. I hope you are enjoying the Power Hour here so far tonight. So next up on the show, I wanted to talk about fear and failure. So, you know, this show, everything I do on Instagram, it's all about inspiring people to make a change in their life that's going to improve the quality of it. Taking on challenges that broaden your mindset and build your character. Character building activities, that's a term I never forgot from when a lecturer said it to me in college, which was earth science, by the way, that I studied. So... Often, though, we let fear and failure stop us from reaching the best version of ourselves, right? I'm sure you can all go back to a time where you didn't do something because you were afraid or you were afraid of failure. And it's normal to feel afraid or have doubts when you are going to try something new. It's a natural human emotion. But for some, it actually keeps them more focused. And then for others, it holds them back. Well, we want to change that here tonight. What would you do? Let me know. Pop me in a text on our dinnersready.ie text line. That's 083 306 What would you do if fear or failure didn't exist? Well, I took the time to ask a variety of people of all ages and interests that question this week. And it's really interesting to hear what they had to say. Have a listen to this. Carlo, Kilkenny, KCLR. I think like, do you know those people who can like swim all across the whole country? I think it'd be really cool to do something like that. It's very dangerous like, and like, I feel like you wouldn't have enough resources to do it as well. Probably an Ironman because it could take years to train for. And to actually compete in it, it would take years to train for, and it's tough. Like, uh, probably want to do cliff diving, cause it'd be quite a good adrenaline rush. But a uh, good chance of getting some bad slaps off the water if you get it wrong. So, I don't know if it's worth doing it. Have to have quite good balance, I'd say, to be able to control yourself in the air. Um, I would do um, flips on the trampoline. Flips on the trampoline? <gasps> Can you do them already? Mm-mm. So you probably do them bigger, would you? Are you going to be a famous gymnast when you're older? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, will you remember me when you're famous? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd love to be able to do a bodyweight pull-up. Um, I'd like to run a marathon, but I know it would take a lot of training and you'd most likely get injured if you didn't train enough. 
uh, and the likes of the Dublin City Marathon and the Cork City Marathon, seeing people run that and the fitness that they get up to, to achieve that. Um, I'd like to do a triathlon, but yeah, I just think it'd be cool to do, but I don't think I'd be fit enough to do it yet. I just think I wouldn't be able to complete it, like, I just wouldn't have enough energy. I'd like to run a marathon, but I wouldn't be fit enough at the minute to do it. If I knew I could complete it and like do it well, I would. But at the minute, I don't think I could. Um, I'd like to do cave diving <laughs> because it looks really fun, but lots of people drown, so it's a bit scary, and you'd have to train really hard. Um, I like the idea of finding new places that you can't see from like the outside. I'd like to do Hell Week, but I wouldn't be able to do it. Like I wouldn't be able to do that now. I don't know, it's just, it looks like such a challenge for people and my dad like did something like it and it looked fun for him, so I wouldn't be able to do it though. I would just fall into the river and do relaxing. Probably like cycling a very long distance. Uh, I just don't think I'd be able to have that much energy. Um, I would do probably diving, like synchronised diving or something like that, definitely, yeah. Um, there's one thing that sort of tempted me for the last couple of years, a show that's been on TV, it's Hell Week on RTE. Um, it's something that I would probably fall apart completely doing, but I think I'd have the courage to take it on, but I'm not sure whether my body would stand up to it. So for me, if fear of failure wasn't an issue, I would take on Hell Week. Um, to be the best dancer on earth and like never stop believing. Oh, I love that! Uh, I do a bodybuilding show, men's physique category. And what's stopping you? Just the thoughts of maybe not being big enough, not being conditioned enough, not placing. Well, maybe you'll change your mind after this, will you? Maybe you won't. I would love to be able to swim a few lengths of the pool if I could get over that fear. Carlo Kilkenny, KCLR. So there you have it. What would you do if fear or failure wasn't stopping you? What would I do? Some people are asking me after I asked them. I'd love to do the Inca Trail. And I'd love to surf more. Honestly, I'd love to be a class surfer, as we say, but it scares the living daylights out of me. Being a beginner scares me because I'm bound to fail and make a fool of myself in front of people. But working on this for the Power Hour tonight, it's inspired me. And next week, I'm heading to Dingle and the swell is looking good, as the surfers say. And I plan on changing this. Baby step, guys. Failure is a stepping stone for achievement. It helps you learn from your mistakes and it's honestly so important to make sure you know that it is a stepping stone. It's not a roadblock. Rising from failure, that's a sign of progress. When it comes to fear, an inspirational athlete that I interviewed a while ago, Sinead Kane is her name, she told me that if your goals don't scare you, they're not big enough. And it stuck with me. It's such a powerful line. I'm going to finish this segment with an inspirational quote from the one and only Nelson Mandela. And hopefully leave you with a fire in your belly to take on something that scares you this week. And this is it. So this is what he said. I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. So there you have it. Now, guys, we're going to go to a song. And this is Where Did You Go from Jax Jones and MNK. I hope you enjoy.
star, like the work of art. Wherever you are, you'll always be the one who got away. And now I can't forget you. How could I let you leave me dancing on the floor alone? And now the DJ's gone, and all the lights are wrong. You see, I tried to find you. those misconceptions the power hour one minute myth bust hello and welcome back so our myth bust for this week um a statement hugs make you happier true or false well it's a little bit complicated a recent study has found that hugs help reduce stress but mainly only for women I am just so bamboozled by this so a hug in the morning for 20 seconds can reduce drastically your stress levels but only for women according to a recent study. So academics in Germany and the Netherlands carried out the study on quotations romantic couples whatever that means in this day and age between 19 and 32 with men showing no impact post morning hug. So Dr Karen Hand a social psychologist working in Trinity she said that hugging really helps people's parasympathetic system which we spoke about here before in the Power Hour and does the same thing to us as meditation when we slow down and we breathe so when, she, when we asked her why men did not experience the same response as women when it came to hugs, she said that they don't know and researchers have to explore this further. So maybe we'll find out soon and asked if the length of the hug or time of the hug was important. 20 seconds was the amount of hug that has been shown to have more of an effect on women and sometimes men in the past. Now, I was talking to a friend about this yesterday. I was like, if I hugged you for 20 seconds, we were saying goodbye how would you feel surely 20 seconds is quite a long time to hug someone for and he told me he'd get the ache if I hugged him for that long so personally I won't be holding on to someone for 20 seconds hugging them just yet but there you go apparently it does make you happier but more so if you're a woman now don't go anywhere we're just going to pop to a quick ad break before we have our fitness funny and a challenge for you up next Helping you take control of your fitness, nutrition and mindset. The KCLR Power Hour with Natalie Lennon. The Power Hour Fitness Funny. Welcome back, everyone. So for the last few weeks, I've told you jokes here when it came to our fitness funny. And I think everyone's probably getting a little bit sick of my jokes. So I'm not going to tell you those this week. I'm going to tell you a story that came in from a friend of mine called Claire. And I feel like this has happened to a lot of women in the gym. It's definitely happened to me too. So this is quotation from her. I treated myself to a pretty funky pair of bright pink workout trousers. As we do, ladies, because and guys, if you have new workout gear, I just feel like you're so much more motivated. The only thing was she didn't realise that when she bent over, they were completely see-through. Showing off her also brightly 
patterned underwear. Worst part is, it was leg day for Claire. She was doing squats in the workout area and I don't understand why in gyms they don't actually turn things around so that when you're doing squats, you don't have your behind on show to the rest of the gym. But look, this is the way it's done. So Claire, I feel your pain. I feel like it's happened to most of us. That is your fitness funny story for this week. And next up, I want to give you our cheer challenge. So when it comes to the cheer challenge, I give you one of these every single week on the Power Hour. And last week, what we asked you to do is be fibre aware to make a switch of like maybe white bread to whole grain or brown or brown rice instead of white. And this week, how could I not again ask you to do this after our fear and failure chat? I want you to take some time to plan an activity that scares you. So maybe that's signing up to a 10k race or like myself, it's a surf lesson or it's a horse riding lesson. That's often something so many people want to try or they're afraid to do or it's a swimming lesson, a dance class. Your life won't plan itself. I always say that to people. Sometimes on Instagram, people are kind of like, you're always going, you're always doing this. Why do you enjoy doing that so much? Or how did you get the, the time? I'm like, well, you have to sit down. You're going to have to take an hour to sit down and plan out some things that you want to do this summer. Let that be what you do tonight. So that is your cheer challenge for the week ahead. Take on an activity that scares you. Overcome that fear of failure. And just when it comes to speaking about hugs and how a 20 second hug helps to potentially lower your stress levels if you're a woman myself and Shannon Redmond here we're just chatting and don't you remember when you were a child and you used to hug your mom or dad when you get upset and you just hug them until that stress or sadness goes away you just don't let go so that is definitely something to be said for longer hugs when you're upset but I don't know I still won't be holding on to anyone for uh, longer than 20 seconds just yet in case they get the ick as my friend told me last night guys it's been an absolute pleasure being with you here on the show as always don't forget to tune in next week we're back at 6pm with the power hour we're not going anywhere coming up next you have Owen Carey on Fully Loaded I will chat to you all very soon Helping you take control of your fitness, nutrition and mindset. The KCLR Power Hour with Natalie Lennon.